Hello, everyone. Hey, y'all. I hope everybody is having <gasps> a slightly more、uh, positive chain of events in the last two weeks than Sophia and I have had, but we are here sitting down, which is all that matters. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a little bit of a roller coaster. Just about everyone we know has COVID, so. Yeah. My sister gave birth to my nephew at. 28 weeks yesterday.、Um, everyone is sick. Yeah. Like, yeah, everyone's either sick or has COVID a, or sick and has COVID.、Yeah. I got a promotion at work and training is like crazy. And then I got sick because I've been around sick people, not with COVID, but just like a cold. And it's been long. It's been a long week. So, or we, two weeks, I guess. But, anyways. We have a really important topic that we want to talk about today that we've been wanting to talk about for a while. And I think it will resonate with a lot of people、um, in life. And especially if you're like, you know, in your late teens, early 20s, and beyond. So, Sophia, want to introduce the topic? Yeah. <laughs>、um, I don't know. I, I think. I want to call this episode Growing Pains because I think it's punny and I'm all about puns. <laughs> But <laughs> the topic is like growing up basically and growing apart. And I think this applies really whatever age you are and, and specifically in like transitional periods. So if you're、yes. going from high school to the workforce or if you're going from college to the workforce or high school to college or.、Um, Even like you're going through a divorce, so you're going from married life to non married life. Just like any type of, or even workforce to retiring, any type of like a transitional period in, in your life, I feel like this type of thing starts to happen where you're growing apart from people, things,、Something. or even the、yeah. person that you used to be. And you're coming、mm-hmm. into this new person that you're becoming. And, and, and like that, that point when you realize that that's happening. And、um, it's really weird. I don't even know what other word to describe it besides weird, but it's a weird place、it、to、is. be in. And it, it brings up a lot of frustrating emotions. So I'm in that place right now. I don't know. Are you too, Lauren, still? Or. Um, not really. I was just going to touch on the fact. So, I just said that, you know, I feel like this is more for people who are like mid late teens, early 20s. Like, it starts around then. And I mean, obviously, I haven't experienced all the lives in the world. So, I can't say that's for everybody. But, you know, just like you said, like transitioning out of high school,、um, transitioning into college, transitioning out of college. Transitioning into adult life. Tra- and then, like, from there, I feel like the older you get, the more transitions that you have more consistently and frequently. And there's this just growth, so many growth opportunities and change that you really start to notice this maybe potential uncomfortableness or、um, this change in your life. So, um, I have, I, like I said, I'm not really feeling it in the moment, but I guess at the same time, I kind of am.、Um, 
And I say that because I don't know that it necessarily ever stops for me or has stopped for me in like a couple of years. I feel like with every month or every couple of months, I'm in some way making a new transition and it's just this uncomfortable new feeling or just off weird feeling um and it hasn't seemed to stop so yeah I feel like people older than you like if I think about my life um I've had points in my life where people older than me have been like oh you're 15 like you don't know anything you know like when you turn 18 like everything changes and then um when I was I think 18 or 19 I had someone who was 25 tell me the years from 20 to 25, you literally change so much and, like, you're, like, a completely different person by the time you're 25. You, like, you don't know anything right now. And I'm like, okay. I thought I didn't know anything when I was 15. Now I'm supposed to know things. I don't know. Um, and then, and, like, people now I, that are older than me are like, oh, yeah, like, you're not going to know anything until your 30s. Like, you grow so much in your 20s and, like, when you turn 30, it's, like, a whole new world. And I'm like shoot okay (laughs) I guess I'm never gonna know anything ever but (laughs) no I feel like but people say that right teenage no they totally do like sorry I didn't mean to like unacknowledge what you were saying I a hundred percent feel like everyone who's at a more advanced stage of life than you are says that and it can be tricky because it's like well, I feel like I've advanced and I've changed, but it is kind of true. Like It is true. Every stage of life brings a different change. And I feel like once you hit that certain part of your life where you're getting older, there's more rapid and consistent change. And like from I'm a completely different person from when I was in high school. And even from when I was 20, like, I I can hardly even remember myself at 20. And I feel yeah. like a completely different person. I turn 25 next month. I, I feel like no matter what stage of life you're in, you're always going to probably be told that you don't know what it's like, which you don't. Like, you don't know what your 30s are going to be like. You don't know what your 40s are going to be like. You don't know the growth that's going to happen in that period. But I will say, everybody's growth is unique to them. And I think it's important to remember that when telling somebody, oh, you don't even, like, know yet. Like, you're not even knowledgeable yet. Because you are. Just maybe not in the way that somebody else has had growth in their own way. Right. And so, like, you're going about life, living life, and you're just like, yeah, life's great or life sucks or whatever you feel like, um, and and you're living it. But then there, there comes a point when you start to notice that something is different. And that's what this Mm -hmm. episode really is, is when you start to notice that things have changed and you're like... Yes wait a minute, who am I? I don't understand, like, who I am right now. And and that's where we're at um, with this episode. And that's something that I am still going through, but, like, really went through really recently um, with, like, people in my life and then the types of things I find myself interested in now. And like you said, you didn't even know your – you don't even remember what you were like when you were 20 – Um, I do. (laughs) And 
I'm like, wait a minute. I thought I was this person and now I'm not. And I'm like, wait, who am I? Which one am I? Am I both? Have I just left this person behind? And and with like leaving the old person that I am behind comes with like leaving friends who aren't growing with me or um, leaving different types of activities that I used to enjoy that that people are telling me I should still enjoy because I used to enjoy and and I just don't enjoy them anymore. Um, but I still do them because people say I'm supposed to enjoy them because I used to. <laughs> I don't know. And then um, just like leaving things that felt safe and comfortable that you used to do that no longer feel like that. Uh, that just that transitional period is really hard and depressing mm-hmm. kind of in ways. Yeah, it is. And um Speaking on the emotional part of it, I have recently-ish, I don't want to say like super recently, but over the last year, I would say, um, I started to realize that I was growing in a separate direction than some of my friends were. Yeah. And it was really difficult for me. Um, I had left a long-term relationship at the time. It was probably about a year after that when I started noticing that I had grown away from my friends as well that I just thought that I was going to grow old with, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, it was... I Like, I questioned if, you know the things I was feeling were even normal or correct. Like, I remember talking to my mom and asking her, like, did you ever grow away, like, grow apart from a friend before? Did you ever, like, kind of actively decide to move forward with your life without somebody? And how did that feel? Because I had never done that before. Like, it had just always naturally occurred or there was never really a goodbye moment Um, and this time there was, and that was hard for me. Um, but ultimately I just ended up deciding, you know, um, this is kind of, I'm now getting into the part of how I navigated it. It was, I took a look at the relationship and I looked at it from a give and take standpoint. And I feel like any relationship in your life should be some sort of give or take situation adult like adult give and take Um, not give or take yeah yes um i'm saying give or take because like if you have a child like you're like a young child you're most likely just going to be giving um (laughs) a lot (laughs) but like but like no like that's why i was trying to find it like we're talking about friendships here and like adult relationships you know you should be giving and taking in some sort of way and eventually i just felt like i was only giving and i wasn't receiving anything back and the stuff i was receiving was weighing really heavy on me and it didn't really feel positive or there wasn't like positive moments that were consistently occurring it It felt like 
a big hooray if I got, you know, a, a positive time with them. And then there would be five maybe not so great times. And I ultimately had to end up deciding that, you know, that, like, why was I there? Like, why was I continuing to hold space in my life for this when it wasn't serving anything <laughs> besides, you know, just me constantly maybe, like, arguing or whatever the case may be. And I ultimately ended up having to set up boundaries. And we talk about boundaries a lot. Mm -hmm. And I think this is a huge part of it. And, you know, the boundaries really came into play for me because the people that I decided to part ways with didn't understand why I was doing it. And they felt like I was intentionally just trying to hurt them or I was intentionally just, you know, whatever the case may be, I wasn't understanding them, I no longer loved them, I no longer whatever it was. And I had to say, no, that's not the case at all. It's just, I'm growing in this way, and you're growing in this way, and they're not seeming to mesh together. And I've tried, you know, to figure out how that can mesh together, but it's just, it's not. And until that can happen, I can't, give any more than I already am. I think it's impressive that you like even had that conversation with people because I feel yeah. like most people don't even get that. Like when you're growing apart from right. somebody, it's just like all of a sudden you don't talk anymore and you're like, wait, what happened? <laughs> that happened a lot when I was younger, like transitioning from high school to college. I would say that happened a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, And that was really just those. And I feel like that happens with everyone mm -hmm. <laughs> um you know you kind of just you move to different colleges you move to different like states countries whatever mm -hmm. and you just naturally kind of grow apart like we did we we totally had that moment um and then we kind of found each other again um but there was never any like parting ways for us yeah. there was never any like oh sorry see you later in like 10 years um but for this specific case scenario I just realized it wasn't like healthy for me anymore and I really did question it I questioned it so much because I was getting a lot of backlash and I just it felt it didn't feel good and it, when somebody is coming at you who you really do love and you care for so much and they're saying all these things like it makes you second guess yourself and I realized I just I really had to stay in my boundaries and you know, it's so far it's worked out like it, it's been really nice and maybe one day we'll I'll reconnect with those people. But for now, until there's growth in the same direction, I just don't think it's possible. Yeah, I've been on like the receiving end of that happening and I definitely didn't understand what was happening. Um, but now that I'm feeling like those things, too. I definitely understand it better now. Were you able to reconnect with them ever? Kind of. I don't know. There's a little bit of a sore spot there with it. Okay. But, um... I was just wondering because, like, I've never personally had where 
one person says, you know, I'm setting a boundary because of this, and then the other person eventually realizes why that boundary was set, and they kind of grow into it, and if a reunification could be possible once that happens. I think it's definitely possible because we're both in, like, the same not the same exact place but very similar places in life now so we're both um we have a lot more similarities and and things in common in the way that we think and like we've done a lot of I've done a lot of growth and I think that we're probably more on the same page now but at the time that it happened it's kind of exactly what I'm going through right now where um Mm. I was in a place where I was when I was still in college like socializing all the time like constantly around friends drinking a lot not to like an unhealthy level but drinking a a lot like a college student (laughs) um I was gonna say college students do that I mean it's really the first time you come of age and you don't have like your parents constantly around you if you move away to on campus and it's this newfound freedom and a lot of people take advantage of that and have to learn the hard way yeah so it's like it's a situation where people are drinking probably unhealthy amounts but it's not socially uh unacceptable unacceptable, but maybe it should be but that's a whole different story um (laughs) but i drank a lot in college i partied a lot in college i did a lot of socializing Like, I was literally around someone every single day. Like, I did not know what it was to be alone. Because if I'm in class with people, and then I'm outside of class studying with people, and then I'm parts of clubs that I'm with more people, and then I'm socializing with those people outside of the clubs. And so I'm always with people till, like, all hours of the night. And the person that this happened with uh, was no longer in that type of set like they they wanted to be mm-hmm. out of the drinking partying socializing they had a significant other that they saw a future going with and um were more towards like thinking about what happens after graduation and buying a house and getting married and having kids and that stuff and I was like not even anywhere near that so yeah and I can sympathize with the whole relationship side of it um so when I my college journey was a lot different than Sophia's um I had applied to like six different schools to get into and I got into all of them but um I decided that I didn't want to go to any of them for financial reasons (laughs) And I decided to, and I also didn't know what I wanted to major in. And I was like, why am I going to spend all of this money when I don't even know what I really want to do? So I made the tough decision for me to go to community college, which looking back on now was like the smartest decision I ever made um, financially and just whatever wise. And I lived at home. (laughs) And I got a job and I worked. And if I wasn't at school, I was working. And if I wasn't working, I was at school. So really, like, I didn't do a whole lot of much. And then my second semester of college or third semester of college, I ended up meeting my last, uh, my ex now. um, And we dated for almost four years. So I was 19 and a half when I met him. And 
um, I we ended the relationship three months after I finished college. And I lived with him for three of those years. So, And he had graduated from college at that point um, and was working his full-time position. And, I mean, basically, we were just doing adult life together. And so I wasn't going out and partying. I literally went to my first club with Sophia <laughs> as an adult. What was that? like? When you came to visit me? When was that? That was the first time yeah, you went I told, to a club. Oh I my told God. you. That, yeah, I told you that. I was like, oh, this is my first time. I was well. I been in a. I had been in a club before, but like not as a twenty-one-year-old. Wow. I I didn't so, remember you saying like maybe you said it, but I didn't register that was like your first time. Yeah. So like I really kind of gave my college experience after I got out of that relationship, and then six months after I was out of that relationship, I got into a new one. So really, and I started working my full-time job at that point, six months after I had gotten out of that relationship. So really, like, my life kind of went like the friend that you ended up having some distance from. Right. So, so it's like, it. I don't know. I mean, I understand now why that person not like I don't think I was toxic or anything it was just like our lives were growing in opposite directions um at that time and we didn't Mm -hmm. vibe like we used to and it was really hard for me because we were really good friends and I was like just very broken up about it um and I didn't get it for a long time but now that I'm kind of here in the same position where I'm like in a relationship that I feel like I could see a future with this person and Mm-hmm. Um, you know, marriage, kids, family, house, whatever. Yeah. And I don't feel the need to go out all the time. And now that I don't know, like I'm not old, but getting older, my body is not taking kindly to alcohol. Um, I same. <laughs> I officially reached that this year. Yeah, and so I just don't feel the need to do it. It doesn't bring me joy. I also realized that I don't really enjoy social situations that I don't know people in very much. Um, Same. I don't know why I forced (laughs) myself into those situations before, but I'm realizing I didn't actually ever enjoy them, and I really just prefer being at home and reading or, like, (laughs) playing my guitar or something. And I'm not sure if I ever really enjoyed those things or if I've just changed a lot. I don't know. Um, Because it's possible that I really did like those things at that time. But it's been this just really hard transition because I feel like I learned a lot about who I was and I kind of like defined myself and became this person when I was in college that socialized a lot, did all these things, went to parties um, enjoyed going out and drinking and, like, is a night owl, likes to stay up until 2 in the morning. And, like, I had this, like, list of things that define Sophia. And I don't like to do most of them anymore. And I'm just, like, now I like to stay at home and do game nights with just a couple of people that I know. And um, I, I'm really an introvert and I don't like alcohol anymore. And it's just, like, just this cognitive dissonance between, like, who am I now? Like, I thought I was this person and, like, feeling like I should still be that person, but I'm not. And it's just very weird. Right. And and I, it's, 
I don't really know who I am. I'm, like, having to redefine who I am, and it's strange. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think I can't personally speak on it because I didn't necessarily go through that same exact thing that you're kind of going through, but I can say I know a lot of people go through what you're currently going through, and just with age and growth and time, there's a lot of those questions, and you know, going back to what we talked about earlier on in the episode about, you know, how people say, like, um, you grow so much in your 20s. I feel like this is a part of it. Like, you really come into who you are as a person in, like, your 20s and your 30s. Um, But I feel like you come into who you are as a person every time you feel like you need to redefine who you are because your interests change. Like, it's not just your 20s and 30s, but those are two points that this happens in a lot the most yes that's what I'm trying to say correct um no exactly and um I think just it's it's something a lot of people go through and another one too is all you parents out there um once you become a parent and your life is literally like dedicated to making sure this human grows up to be a productive member of society a lot of parents once their kids don't need to rely on them as heavily have a kind of midlife crisis they kind of say of you know who am I Mm -hmm. if I'm not you know constantly at the beck and call of my kid and that's a huge transitional period too so I mean they they happen a lot throughout life yeah so like what comes with that is a lot of it's a lot of like negative confusing emotions like definitely sadness like feelings of loss I definitely feel like I feel like I'm losing a part of me, like, because I'm losing a version of me, and that's really just, like, Mm -hmm. like, losing anything at all. The human mind does not like that. Like, we are loss-averse. We hate it. So, um, that's just, like, a really challenging emotion. I'm very sad at the loss. I'm, I'm confused. There's a lot of cognitive dissonance, and, um... Like, even sad, like, at losing friendships. Like, I'm sure that that friend that you had to put the boundaries up, like, it did make you probably sad for the relationship that you had when it was good. Um, Yeah, it does. It does. It really does. And I've honestly, like, I have found that I tend to change a lot when I go through relationship changes, whether that be with a friend or with um, an actual, like, a, a significant other. I didn't mean actual significant other because just your significant other. But um, I find that I tend to change a lot. And um, this was really my first year of going through friendship changes. And last year I went through, like, probably the largest relationship change I've ever had. So the past two years have really been a major turning point for me in growing. Me too. Yeah, I'm definitely, like, yeah. turning the corner still. Like, I have not turned it, but, um, yeah. like, I am redefining who I am. So, as far as, like, navigating that very confusing turning point, some of the things that are helpful for me are, like, we've talked about this before with, like, neuroplasticity, but this is, like, kind of like that where we like what we know. Like, we are comfortable with what we know, and... So if a lot of things that were familiar to you are being, are gone because of this type of change, like your interests and your life is changing, 
if there is anything that isn't going, like if you do have friends that have are growing with you, um, even though you're having to let go of some other ones that are not growing with you, it's really helpful to like focus on those on those things that are familiar and are not changing. Yeah. So that's one thing for me is I, I do have some friends that are growing with me and I love it. And I do have some friends that are not and like we haven't been talking as much. Um, it's not right. like been a toxic situation like we're yours with like giving way more than you're receiving, but um, it's mm-hmm. just been like we just don't have as much in common, and so we haven't continued our relationship as much as we had been. Mm-hmm. What are some other ways that you navigate? I agree. You know, questioning myself, questioning. Myself as far as what do I want and what am I getting and what am I, what is the give and take? And then what do I want? Like what do I ultimately need and want out of this relationship and is it being met? And if no, then what needs to change? Is it fixable? Is that person willing to fix it? And if the answers are no, then setting up those boundaries. That's pretty much how I've worked through all of my situations. Yeah, I think those are all really great ways, like definitely doing that introspection and um, making sure that you're setting boundaries. I think for me, um, there's like more internal stuff that I do rather than like thinking about the relationships I have with people. I'm thinking about the relationship I have with myself. So Mm -hmm. I do a lot of like learning the things about myself that have changed that I really like about me that have changed. So um, new activities that I'm finding I really enjoy that make me feel like me. And just focusing on those. Like, for example, I have always loved writing. I have always been very creative. I've loved, like, writing music, writing stories, singing, um, and reading. And... I'm focusing on how that hasn't changed. Like, that's still a part of me that makes me me. Like, I thought that socializing and partying and things like that were part of who I am. And maybe they were at a time, but they're not now. But that doesn't mean that the other parts of me are gone. Like, I'm still me. Right. No, I agree. And I think that's a really great way of looking at it and looking at, you know, who you still are and I I definitely do that too I look at who I am as a person and you know the things I enjoy as well Mm -hmm. and then um the other thing is like finding a routine and that's something that we've brought up a lot throughout past episodes but routine is really really important to creating a balance in your life and making yourself feel balanced and once you create a new routine and you have done it for a while it'll start to feel like what's normal and so if you're constantly doing different things while you're changing then it's not going to ever feel normal because you don't have any like consistency so find some consistency in this new you and that'll help it feel more normal um and then also like just recognize that 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 past person that you were or the past relationships that you had all had value and um, that this new person, this new change that you're going through will also have value. Like, because eventually when you go through the next change, whether it's like divorce or kids or whatever it is, you're going to 
look back on what you are now and miss it or like you're going to go through this all again. So just recognize that there's going to be valuable things about turning the corner as well. I think that's a wonderful point. So yeah, that's what we have for you about uh, growing pains. Yes, I agree. I have one thing. Sorry, I didn't want you to end the episode before I said it. Um, I think one last important thing, give yourself grace. Like if you're going through a transition, I know Sophia just talked about routines. Routines definitely are important, but I personally find it helpful to helpful and healthy to give myself grace if I'm having a hard time, you know, like take a day off, like, you know, go do something, treat yourself. Um, and I'm not saying do that like 24 seven, but you know, if you're going through a really big transition, you could use some self-care sometimes and, um, you know, maybe get off the beaten path a little bit, um, just to, you know, make sure that you do that. Um, and then, you know, Find something in your routine that does make you happy and excited. I agree. Yep. Okay, so that was all. Sorry to interject. No, you're good. <laughs> just like I said that I just, we hope that, that our our stories and our advice has um, given you some thing to think about and hopefully make the, the growing pains less painful if you're going through what we're going through too. Mm -hmm. Bye. Thanks for tuning in.